Howdy doody guys, it's Popcorn Junkies time. I do love the end of a week, because at the end of a week comes a whole new oasis of film going. Mm -hmm. I, don't like Sundays, so I don't like Sundays. I don't like Sundays because you've like seen Sunday. everything by then. No, I feel like Sundays are just worse than Mondays. Yeah, I know what you mean, because you've got Monday to come. That much, yeah. yeah, and also Sunday knows that Monday's around the corner. This Friday we saw Waves, which is a new indie film from America, uh, set in Florida, directed by Trey Edward Schultz. It stars a cast that not of, of big names, but it's got Kelvin Harrison Jr. in it, Lucas Hedges, who we do know, Taylor Russell, Alexa Demi. From mid-90s and Euphoria. Yeah, from mid-90s and Euphoria. And Sterling K. Brown, who was also in the uh, case against O.J. Simpson on TV. A curious film in that it's, it's made heads turn in America, but I think no one's really known what to do with it. But it's also being described in the same breath as a sort of experimental film. Mm insofar as it doesn't follow a sort of traditional narrative arc. It's a very hard film to describe. The synopses, whenever I come across it, are really useless. And then I watched the film and I thought, what's so bloody hard? Why are they struggling so much? It's the story of an ordinary, middle-class, black American family. It's the story of how a couple of choice and, and, and unfortunate moments in their children's lives can transform or change the entire family's yeah. trajectory, if you like. Yeah. It starts with such verve and voom. It started yeah. with a shock to, the, the, to this minute, I'm struggling to even get my head around how they did it, which is a 360 degree revolving mm. shot in the middle of the car where they were sat in the car. Yeah. I can't, I, literally, can someone tell me? I know this shit and I don't know how they did that. Mm. It was quite, I got euphoria vibes from it. Yeah, it was very that euphoria. Kind of, that constant turning of the camera, it was mm. quite dizzying, but I really liked how it was, mm. it was like that. Um, I loved the soundtrack from the start, the music was Incredibly. Really Trent Reznor, I think, who did the soundtrack to mid-90s. No, the music was, it was like waves of mm. music. It was already from the start, I was kind of like... Um, it was fast. felt like something bad was going to happen. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. at the very beginning, I thought like, like yeah. the car was going to crash. I or, did. Yes, yeah, I did too. I was really like on edge from this get-go. Yeah. So what were your feelings right at the beginning? Well, the first, the scenes that you've already talked about, I found dizzying in a literal way. I, I mean, they are quite literally dizzying. No, yeah. I thought and it started I, with great energy. Oh, verve. huge energy. And I, but I did think, and I do wonder about this sometimes myself, is whether I can, if the whole film is going to be on that level, whether yeah. I, my actual hand, whether, whether you I can, can cope. Exactly, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But then it did calm down. Yes. And um, so then we sort of, you know, we're, once we're taken into the whole idea of what he's aiming to do. Who? The, the son, yeah. the boy. Who's um, a sport, he's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, and it's quite important to say this, I think, because I said this to Kiki at one stage, is that you can't over or underestimate how important sports are. To Americans. American, American yeah. universities. Absolutely And it's how agree. people get through college. Yeah. They won't get through college unless they, they are yeah. doing that. It's not but, looked down upon or frowned no. upon. It's seen as an equivalent to getting you through college Absolutely. as academia is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which so I we really start, like. We start like off, yes. Yeah. But we start off with that as a given. Yeah. And his father, and the boy's father, who is encouraging him in one sense in a yeah. good way, but in another sense is encouraging him a bit too hard. And he's putting a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. So, yeah. It's very competitive. Very competitive. I mean, in, in many regards, he, the main character's story of being the sort of put-upon, stressed sporty type reminded me of the boy in euphoria there's a character very similar isn't there nathan. who's is it nathan the boy who's the black boy in, in, in oh it? no sorry um no oh, the black boy who's yeah who's who's under the same pressure trying to be perfect almost the same pressure within his relationships yeah. too isn't he um 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's almost that's really similar, actually. Cause Euphoria as well as girlfriend. It's almost an identical storyline. Yeah. For me, I was getting huge Euphoria vibes. So, if anyone's seen Euphoria, this film really is a sort of almost a ch chamber piece alongside it. It's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of weird. Um, the director interestingly said that he was fascinated. Driving in cars is a big part of American youth yeah. culture. Yeah. It's a huge part of growing up. I mean, you can chart it in films back to films like American Graffiti with George Lucas. It's seen as a major part of the coming of age of American youth. Yeah. Getting in your car and driving around, as is drinking and everything else. And what I liked about an interview I read with the director, he said that for him, he wanted to get across the extraordinary excitement and autonomy youngsters feel when they're in a car. And freedom. Yeah. Freedom, potentiality. But he said, actually, when you get older, you look back and you think, oh my God, the danger. Yeah. We could crash at any point. So he actually references that. I thought it was really intriguing because I did feel all the way through it, we we're gonna get one of those shots that you get in yeah. films where suddenly the screen gets yeah. here. So I thought it cleverly, stylistically, gave us that edge of our seat thing without yeah. overtly was, telling us well, why we're really happy. Yeah, happened. yeah, absolutely. And then, so we slowly get into his life, and his family life is quite nice, isn't he? He's got a sister. Yeah, little sister. And the little sister. Who plays the little sister? Yeah, I think this is Taylor Russell, the sister's first major part. I mean, she was idyllic and, and, and perfect and sweet. I thought mm. she was very, very sweet. A grab on this film is it's a film in two halves. Yeah, Literally a film in two halves. We tell the story of the son, and then we essentially tell the story the little sister. of the little sister. Mm -hmm. And around this, we have dad and mum. Mum is effectively the stepmum that we yeah. kind of have that revealed later in the film. We don't know that, no. No. Good. What did you think about its storytelling once we got past that initial stylistic sort of flurry? Because although that technique kept coming back, mm. you know, as we sort of went into their family life, it was quite ordinary yeah. in I like the telling. That, yeah. yeah, I like yeah. that it was quite ordinary. Yeah, I mean, the story was ordinary. Everything yeah. looked nice, but we were kind of just, we were kind of settling into yeah. an ordinary American family, weren't we? Yeah, because they kind of wanted to shock us later. Yeah. That, I think yeah. that, that yeah. was what made the film so shocking because it was such an ordinary family at the start. Yes. I really like the fact that I'd have thought for a black audience in America, it was just matter of fact that this was a black family from a middle class background. I liked that. Yeah, you know, there was, they weren't over egging the fact that we had to, you know, it was, there wasn't overly political in that sense. It was just, this is the family, you know, and I think I'd have thought that that sort of aspiration and seeing that on screen is what I, I, I would assume most black viewers are wanting to see on cinema more often. Just yeah. give us a bloody yeah. ordinary family going yeah. through ordinary shit yeah. Yeah. rather than constantly fighting oppression all the bloody time. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's where I thought it was neat the way it just parked a it moment was, yeah. of that in there because mm. you can't ignore it. Yeah. So tell us what you thought. This is a spoiler review, by the way, so we're going to give away what happens. Yeah. Although it's an ordinary family, you, you're given sort of hints right from the beginning, I think, that the father is over and over on behalf, yeah, on behalf of his son. And right from things like the, um, the scene in the restaurant where they're doing the arm, arm wrestling. wrestle, yeah. And um, oh, it's really... he balanced threatening with care as well, I... though. I thought quite well. Yeah, the threatening. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Did you think or not? Maybe not. Um, I do find him quite a scary. It, 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 it's scary. That yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. And even when he's not being scary, somehow, sure, he's got quite a severe face. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. And um, but we got like I really like that nice moment between them when they were doing their lifting. Yes, and they, and they were laughing. laughing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that he wasn't just one because nobody's just one thing. Yeah, I agree. No. I agree. I could see why you would love him as your father as well as yeah. Peter. I mean, what happens is the boy has a shoulder injury. Yeah. We only know this sort of almost in passing. It's but then he goes into hospital and he, we see mm. it, mm. and he's told by the doctor unequivocally. 
that he can't do any more wrestling. Yeah. That, that sort of sits in the film. And then very shortly after that, and I'm only saying this because it, it meant something to me, was the boy goes and he, he takes one of his father's tablets. We mm. know it's his father's tablet. We don't know what it's from. We don't know what it's from. Well, we know it's for his knee injury. He has a knee injury. Oh, okay, do we? Yeah, oh, I yeah. missed the knee injury. Yeah, in the so, diner okay. they say that he had a yeah, knee injury. Yeah, it has a knee injury. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And that's only important because of what then happens. Yeah, what then happens. I mean, you're right. I mean, I, I think the way the father played it was brilliant because as a parent watching it, I could see what he was trying to do. Yeah. He was trying to put in firm boundaries, strict boundaries, so that he could ensure the best for his kids because he knew, as he said at some point, that the world doesn't give a fuck about us. Yeah. He says that. The world doesn't care about us. Well, the phrase and we have, is... And we don't have the um, and we don't have pleasure the, of being uh, we don't, yeah. average. And we, yeah, so we have to try ten times harder. Exactly. But that, so from a parenting perspective, it was an interesting film to watch. So from your perspective, Maddie, what did you think of the... Could you see the father's own reasonings for pushing his kids? I mean, yeah, I could see why mm. he wanted to do it. He, he wasn't doing it because he... You know, he, he was doing it because he thought mm. it was the right thing. Mm. Um, but obviously, because I'm around their age, the, the kids age more, mm. I could see their frustration with it more than I could see the parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there was one scene, which is the scene where the father says to him, you know, we can't be average. We yeah. have to work twice as hard as anybody else uh, to be something. Um, but I really felt for him in that scene because it was almost like we, we knew from kind of the start, yeah. the son wasn't telling his parents anything that was really going on. Yeah. He wasn't telling them how severe his injury was yeah. and he was yeah. powering through all of the exercising yeah. he wasn't supposed I to I really related to that. I really related yeah, to but him. I, I, yeah, I thought what was really uh, interesting and what I think would speak to a lot of teenagers as well was in that scene when the father's like, he says something along the lines of, uh, you don't realise how easy you've got it. Mm. Yeah. And it's that thing of, of course a parent's not, isn't, you know, I don't expect the parent to say any differently because he doesn't know that the kid's mm. going through anything because the kid's not telling him. Mm. But it's that thing of your kid's struggling and you have no idea about it. And you, mm. and I feel like when a parent says something like that, because I've had it before, like you guys might be like, you know, you have got it easier mm. than other people, mm. which I do. I have it easier than most people. Mm. But um, it's that sort of thing when it's somebody cool. says that, you feel like you don't have the right to, to feel, feel the it. way you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt that just from the way that the main actor in it, the son, mm. um, the point is, how useful face. is that to say to, to a teenager? How useful doesn't, it doesn't work. No, no, exactly. Um, but you could see it all in the mm. actor's face that, mm. you know, that's made me feel like I can't mm. feel yeah. the way I feel. Yeah. And I feel like that is a really big thing because mm. everybody I know, if something like that's been said to them, they'll go mental because it's like, oh, so I'm not allowed to feel like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need things dramatic to happen so that mm. I'm allowed to feel the way I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go seeking those dramatic yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that mm. scene, which would usually be seen as just a little bit detail, in the film, was really, really important. Crucial. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. An anchoring scene. I think you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I really related, interestingly, to the young boys, the main characters, um, storyline. I mean, I used to be very much into my sport and then I took an injury when I was in my mid-twenties. And I remember, it's, it's, uh, yes, he's got the pressure of his dad. Yes, he's got the really well-presented, I thought, pressure of college. It was almost presented like a cult. I've, I've seen mm. it written that, you know, mm. so it, it, you know, the way the coach would be chanting. Mm. And so the idea that you can just sort of swim against that current, you know, when he was being told, if you carry on sporting, you're going to have an injury that could wipe you out for good. Yeah. For many young boys, that's the end of your life. Yeah. yeah. Relatively speaking, because yeah. you're like, that's what defines me. Yeah. And I thought they did a really good job of yeah, showing how it defined him. 
him. Yeah, because he yeah. committed his whole life to it. Yeah, he committed his whole life to it and how he wanted it and he'd push his body that extra yard and I was flinching and I was wincing and I was just like, oh my God. Because I know that now when I take an injury, I sometimes just want to ignore it or I'll take paracetamol. So the, that felt very real and I understood where the pressure was coming from. Meanwhile, always in the background, you've got his sister, who I thought brilliantly when you look back at the first half of the film, yeah. was very much a ghost in the whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. That scene between him and his father, where his father says, you know, you live in this house and it's it, essentially, that is such a key scene because that's the scene where he decides if ever there was gonna be a moment to actually come clean to his father and mm. say, I can't do this, mm. it would have been then and he can't. Yeah, it's yeah it sealed out. him in. And, and in that sense, that's, that the fate of the whole film rests yeah. on, on that. And I thought that was where this film becomes a really, cle- that, that's where I think this film is a clever film. Okay, structurally and plot-wise, it perhaps goes around the courses a little bit and it loses its way a little towards the end of the sister's story. But what I liked about it was, I thought this film, and let's think of the title, Waves. It's like life and relationships are like waves that crash in and then they flow out and then they crash in. And as waves happen, they slowly erode things and things change for the good and for the better. And I thought it was a really good film that showed us how the smallest of statements or the smallest and the most well-meaning of intentions can transform people's lives. It made me really rethink of all the films I've seen recently, how just the slightest thing I say to you girls or any of my girls as children could take on the most enormous of significance to you. Even if it was meant from a kind place or a meaningful place or a supportive place, the stresses that youngsters get aren't just from bad things said. They're also from good things not said clearly, if you know what I mean. And I thought it was really interesting from that perspective. This film has a, what I can only describe, and this is a spoiler alert right now, this film has a moment in the middle of the film that was truly, truly shocking. Mm. And it's, it's an absolute moment of such surprising and extraordinary, well, violence and drama that I wasn't actually prepared for it within this film. I knew we were going to get a story of the travails yeah. of a family. I knew we were going to get an emotional story. No, there was story. no hint of it in the trailer. No hint of it in the trailer at all. And so what happens is through, uh, well, through mitigating circumstances where his girlfriend gets pregnant, she wants to keep the baby, he kind of goes, he doesn't want her to keep the baby. And through a series of unfortunate events, literally, he ends up accidentally killing her. Yeah, my God. So. And that moment, how did we feel? What did you individually well, I feel? Was... I've never known you cry so much. Yeah, no, I was properly crying. I mean... Because the problem, I tell you why I felt it was so emotional for me, mm. was because basically earlier on in the film before that happens, um, they go to an abortion clinic, don't they? And um, basically they get into a fight in the car, the two of them, because she's saying how she wasn't able to go through with it. And obviously he's, he's a young boy, so he's going to react when he's told when he's told that she's, she's pregnant and she can't do it. Yeah. She basically calls him, doesn't she? And she's like, well, she texts him and says that she wants to keep the baby and mm. tells him not to get angry. So he's shocked and he's like, mm. you can't talk about this over text. And she ends up blocking him. Mm. Um, so did you feel she was very much provoking a situation? I, I, okay, so provoking is not the right word because no. nobody deserved no, she didn't of course deserve not. to die. Obviously, no, that's no. like not even... She no. didn't even deserve to get hurt. But... Um, she definitely provoked him because you just know, you know from the film yeah. that he's not a bad person. He's yes. a good person. He's not somebody that would even hurt No, and he hasn't demonstrated violence he's towards he's anyone. He's never been violent no. towards her in the past. No. I feel like she did provoke it by blocking him was where it Went messed wrong. up. She yeah. should not have blocked him. Because I know, because I'm in that generation. I was going to say, people of my generation. That just probably doesn't mean anything to you, no, does it? No, it's just so like saying, yeah, When you block someone, yeah, it's basically just, yeah, for I, us, yeah. 
it's like taking the person out of your life completely. Yeah. Mm. Even yeah. if you're seeing them in person, if you've blocked them on social media mm. yeah. or blocked them from calling you, that is like mm. they're finished with you. Yeah. Um, so that is a big deal for us. And I feel like where she did that is where it sent him. Mm. And you know from the scene as well that he didn't mean to do what he did. Basically, she just keeps slapping him around the face mm. repeatedly. Mm. And they're, they're in an argument. And he does, He really doesn't mean to, but he punches her around the face. And because he's a wrestler, his strength is beyond his yeah, own. Yeah, and he yeah. punches her around the face and then she, obviously, she yeah. falls onto the ground and hits her head in it. Oh my God, the shock I felt. And I like, I felt as, I can't even imagine how scared he must have been when that happened. Yeah, it did a very good job of putting us, almost parking us behind his eyes. Yeah, so that like, for me, when like it happened, done it. I was like, I done it. Yeah. Gone. And that shock. Yeah, the happened. shock. Was, well, you, and that, well, I was in. I was. Be, I, I was so like, shocked. <gasps> yeah, I was as shocked as I was by the end of Uncut Gems, and you were in floods of tears. But where were you, Mum? You were crying. You were in the loo, weren't you? <laughs> I'm joking. No, she was well, crying as well. No, no, no. It was tragic. But the, the film lost me slightly here at this point. He sank too quickly. He sank too quickly from, okay, he, he ta he's taking very strong painkillers. Mm. But then because of an altercation at home, he went from a previously well-behaved, you know, boy, mm. top of the sports club. He didn't just take strong painkillers. He drank, he took, I mean, he did everything mm. in the space, which sent him almost temporarily insane. Mm. When he arrives at the party, he is completely, completely almost insane. Mm. And, um, well, he was in a reverie, though, wasn't he? He was in a sort of... There's a moment yeah. he's yeah. having strong emotions yeah. going on, mixed with being really... But what you're, so what you felt was, what, he got... His, from, you felt you would have liked control. more of a build-up to that point? If, if they were going to go that way, yes. That right. They, ha they had to convince me that that's how it would have gone. Yeah. It was a gorgeous scene, and this, this maybe this was the filmmaker's way of doing it. I can't remember exactly where this sits, where... He was looking at himself in the mirror and he opened his hands. Do you remember that? Beautiful moment. And he oh, just sat that. with that for a second. Moment. And I felt that was saying, mm. I could stop. There's mm. always a moment where, however drunk. That was a mesmerizing moment, really actually, when he looked at himself. I was expecting some swirly stuff. Yeah, yeah I thought he was going to There was a moment where you can yeah. stop the violence or stop doing what you're doing. It's a bit like uh, Joaquin Phoenix's moment in the bathroom. Yeah. It's his moment yeah, of transition. Yeah. Of what, and he yeah. held that shot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. And, then, really and then it transpires what transpires. But I slightly sort of veered in that whole business of him sinking and mm. finally attacking his girlfriend and her, the girlfriend dying. I felt like, and maybe this isn't important at all, we went from a realist tale to a cautionary tale in the sense that I felt he was throwing everything at us. Right. And we had to sort of accept the fact there's a previously you know, very mm. good boy and from a good family, from blah, But wasn't blah, blah. that simply the story? But yeah, I, could, yeah, one could say that. I mean, that's, I that's the story that it. they're telling. I, mean, I, I, I know what you're saying. I disagree with the spiralling out of control mm. too quickly, though, because I, I understand what you're saying, and usually I would say that there would need to be a longer build-up to him spiralling out of control, because mm. he did spiral out of control in, like, the space of... Week. Well, yeah, but I think that is realistic. I know people that have, oh, right, okay. We, I think transition totally quickly, spiral out of control so really, really quickly. Okay. Like and also, he had something dreadful, he knew yeah. that he would never, um, I mean, never recover from that again. Yeah. And I suppose you could argue that a fatalism had kicked in quite quickly yeah. and quite speedily. Yeah. I mean, interestingly, I mean, without jumping to the end of the film, because I felt overall the film was about 15 minutes long. Now you've said that, Mum, I do wonder whether they could have been more judicious and used that 15 minutes in that moment of getting us to the kind of crux scene and taking the last bit and taking out. the last bit out yes, absolutely i mean i wonder whether you could have lost well we'll get to that in a moment but here's an interesting detail and i'm really fascinated to know whether you noticed this did you notice anything different happened to the way it was shot at the point that she was hit 
Yes. Well so spotted. Did the frame get yeah. smaller? And I, I was thinking now, was this a problem in the projection? Did something happen oh. in the cinema? Because what happened at the very point, go back to it, yeah, at so the very point of the cracking sound, yeah. and then it does the first she edit, hits the she hits the ground. Yes. When it cuts up to the next shot, it's gone the from, si yeah, it's yeah, gone from 16 by I nine to four by three. Something had happened, but yeah. I didn't know. I didn't well, I it was grainier. It was grainier. Now, I went hunting last night like mad because I was thinking, how did I imagine that? Was that real? Yeah. And the director did do that. And he worked on that with the cinematographer, Drew Daniels. Their idea being that by immediately truncating the shot, they wanted to make it feel infinitely more claustrophobic for him. Yeah, oh, that okay. worked. That's, that was amazing. And that I thought it was really, well, I mean, yeah. I love it when filmmakers play with that kind of thing because then what happened in the obverse of that was as we then moved into the sister's story, yeah. uh, it went back to widescreen. Yeah, yeah. So as the panorama panorama oh, of choice started clever, to spread, it was almost like the shape of the film you're watching that. shortened. I didn't know yeah. if it would have been a mistake. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Now, I don't think you ever really recovered from his fate, did you? I didn't. No, because I tell you what made me realise. It's kind of like when you see in the news and everything mm. with these people that have killed somebody or mm. you know have done something terrible to somebody else, yeah. and everybody jumps to it and goes, "They're evil," and they, yeah. like, I hope they go there for life and everything. And I'm not saying that it's the case for everybody. Some people have just done stuff. That oh yeah, absolutely. Just because of somebody's past somebody having a terrible past doesn't yeah. mean that they have the right to do something that mm. terrible. When you've watched the film and you followed how good a person he really is and how much he really mm. loved her and how he really didn't mean to do what he did. Mm. That's why it made it so painful when he was yeah, sentenced absolutely. to life. The statistic is horrifying. I think it's something like one in every 10 black men in America ends up incarcerated yeah, no, at some awful. point in their life. It's that awful. statistic is horrifying. It's awful. And and because I bet if he was white, he wouldn't have gone. No, it wouldn't be the same. And in that respect, mm. that's why no. it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. So the second half of the film then focuses on the sister's story, her her love affair with Lucas Hedges. Yeah. Oh my God. What do we See, think of because that? Because of the mm. first half and the brother having such a like yeah. disjointed life, mm. I constantly the whole way through her one felt like something awful was gonna happen yes. so like i thought lucas hedges was stood up yeah and didn't actually ask her out or like i when thought she was a stalker or yeah i thought it was going to suddenly sort of reveal yeah. that he was horrible yeah, yeah. Or when, when they were sat at the table yeah. and she brought up the fact that who her brother was i thought he was going to suddenly turn and yeah 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 i did too but he was so lovely yeah, yeah. he was adorable he played it beautifully and she yeah. was adorable they yeah. both i thought they were both immaculate in their performances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she is an absolutely remarkable young actress. Yeah, she is. I thought that this latter half of the film, the very thing that you say that you felt at all times something awful could happen, yeah. kind of replicated what it's like being a parent. I felt constant anxiety in the yeah. second half of the film. Yeah, and it was a curious emotion to, for a film to generate. I've never had that generated because ostensibly it's never delivered on. No, no. And yet forever one was feeling, yeah. and it rem so what it served for me was it reminded me of just how fragile yeah. Yeah. every juncture is. Also quite, what I quite is. liked as well was with the brothers half yeah. of the film, obviously his addiction kind of spiraled up mm. very quickly. You know, he got like the bad end of it, but. Mm. In her half, she does um, Xanax, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but it's like nothing bad. No, nothing yeah. bad I happens. mean, I'm not to say it's that the it should be promoting yeah. it, you know, yeah. there is a lot of just saying that drugs yes. are bad, obviously yeah. bad for you, but not everybody has a bad experience. No, absolutely. And you were sat there thinking like, oh my God, look, one of them going to yeah, die, yeah, yeah. that's something bad's going to happen, but it just shows you how it's not the same for everyone. Well, and also I think it was going to great lengths to show you that two kids from the same domestic situation can have such different yeah. outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'd say that it tried to do too much. As yeah, well. I think if there's anything wrong with it, it was over ambitious. Yeah. It was over ambitious, yeah, and it did. If I'm if I'm being really brutal, it did feel like. Not that I mind that, but it did feel so like two different films. There were so many little light and shady moments between her and Lucas Hedges that were so tense. I mean, obviously I had some, there was one part of the film that I thought they could have done away with, which was Lucas Hedges going to see his absent dad, who's a bit of an arsehole, who's dying of cancer. Yeah, who's Not, never had any He's never had any relationship with. But you see, even on that detail, I felt like I had skin in the game because yeah. I don't know who my father is. I've met him twice. I mean, yeah. I do know who he is, but I've met him twice. I have no relationship with him. And yet at some point in my life, I'm going to get a phone call saying yeah. he's dead or he's dying. Yeah. And it really made me think about, you don't have to have a relationship with someone for them to have a relationship relationship with you. But I tell you what I really liked about it, to see a young relationship presented innocently. And that's where I think yeah, it departed it's... from Euphoria totally. Yeah. To see him kind, there was a lovemaking scene that was done beautifully. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. really sweet. And she's, she's the insistent one on him going to see his father. Absolutely. And, we, and very quickly, but if we go back to the scenes with her brother, she yeah. sort of, again, got skin in the game in that she yeah. tries to um, you know, make him all right when he's being sick and yes, whatever. So she goes yes. back to that in her mind. Carer, help could have done more. I could have done mm. more. How would we sum this up? I was so excited about this right from when I saw the trailer. Yeah. It just—it's me. It's what I want. It's A24. Um, it's Frank Ocean singing. Frank Ocean. So, you know. However, the trailer is completely different to the film. Mm. I mean, the trailer doesn't even. It, you know, it's just so shocking, yeah, the film. Like, I'm still a bit yeah. shocked from it myself. I thought the main boy was incredible. I haven't yeah, seen him in anything else. Kelvin anything. Harrison. Yeah, mm. he was really good in it. I loved the way it was shot. It was very like Euphoria when it would do the kind of spinning around. Yeah. And I liked a lot of time, like they do this thing where they were going in between, I think it was like in between different scenes or it yeah. was like, when it went from his story to her story, there was like this rainbow the color. The rainbow color, around. abstraction. Yeah. A bit it's like really Uncut nice. Gems, there's a yeah, lot of abstraction in film. Yeah. And the music was really yeah, abstract. Yeah. Well, I like the way the music would go from thematic, sort of mood music, yeah, into so like, yeah. tracks, yeah, 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 and then come out. It was yeah. a real collage. Yeah, I really mm. loved it. It was a shocking film. Like, you are sat there very... I've not known you cry as much as yeah, I no, saw I'd you. I'd, I'd cried a I mean, I'm not sort of, yeah, hopefully you're not embarrassing you. No, 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 but it was very... I mean, I wanted to hug you. Also, I was on edge, like, the whole time, because even if something yeah. bad didn't yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. I, thought, I felt like something bad was going Gonna to happen. happen. I would agree that I thought the film was far too long, mm. but at the same time, it's the same thing with Joker. It was too long, but everything that came after when it should have ended was still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I just could have been either separate films or yes. just kind of lost. As, yeah. as much as I liked it, the sister's story. I felt like I got every emotion in it. I yeah. laughed in a few bits, I cried. Um, I was happy in parts as well. It was a brilliant film, like it's really stuck with me. I've told all of my friends to go and see it. And Good. it speaks to our generation a lot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I would give this 95. And the reason it isn't 100 is mm. just solely because of the length. Kiki adored the film from start to finish. Mm. And she gave it an un unambiguous 100 out of 100. Just giving oh, you that. She so adored nice. it. She's got friends, that's why she's... Maddie's now Sorry, legging so it. She's legging it. Go. go for yeah, it. Uh, the sister story, surprisingly, oh. sat better with me than the boy's story. Oh, right, that's interesting. Well, because I did feel it was it was kaleidoscoped, it was rushed. Yeah. Somehow, the boy's story. Yeah. Which, which sort of lost me slightly right. at the end of it. Right. At the end of his story. Yeah. Um, in their effort to make, you know, sort of almost everything he did you know, from the tablet taking to the lift smoking to the yeah. drinking to the not being able to wrestle all in a very, very short time. Each time one of those things happened, I'd turn to Kiki and say, that's the end of his life. That's oh, the right. end of his life. Right. That's the end of his life. Yeah, yeah. In that sense. 
and not, I mean, it was so well played. It's beautiful. Let's just say all the positive things. It was beautifully played. Mm. Um, beautifully did, shot. Beautifully shot. I do worry about, as I get older, that I almost can't take the amount of abstraction mm. and the amount of movement of the camera. Mm. It makes me feel slightly dizzy. Maybe that it just is an old age thing. Wow. I don't want to feel that. No. But, um, I was aware that something strange happened yeah. with the shot. Yeah. It's nice to know what that was. But I would give it 80. 80, yeah. 8 out of 100, okay. Yeah. I thought this was a remarkably beautiful film. I thought, and I do like films that are imperfect, and it, it is imperfect. I also like films that can't be pigeonholed, and it's hard to pigeonhole it. I like the fact that people don't quite know what to do with it. That, for me, is all pluses. It was too long, and I do think it got distracted in certain narrative points and storylines at certain points, which it was probably just didn't need to go there, especially Lucas Hedges' father, perhaps, although I found it compelling and interesting. Mm. There were bits they could have trimmed in order to, I think you're probably right, I think they rushed that moment, transitional moment of the boy going sort of down and then sort of killing her. Yeah. I think they could have spent a bit more time there in, yeah. the, in that zone. Uh, but that said, I thought it worked as a beautiful counterpoint, point and counterpoint. The contrast between two childhoods in the same family was emotionally challenging as a parent and quite beautiful but also anxiety inducing because yeah. you're like god however much we try to cradle our kids we can't cradle we them you yeah. can either cradle them too much or not enough yeah. so yeah. so for a parent it was massively inform you know interesting the the cinematography was absolutely beautiful drew daniels you need a name check because it was beautifully shot beautifully conceived um, it, it took us into the heart of things and I felt like I was a living, breathing. I was in the head of the boy. I was in the head and heart of the girl. I was in Lucas Hedges's head at times, you know? And so to be able to take us as a viewer and park us in that privileged position of a teenager in mm. today's world mm. is quite a special thing. Um, I'm going to go between the two of you. You gave it 80, Maddie gave it 95. I'm going to give it 90, 90 out of 100. And again, principally because I just think it just needed a bit of trimming. Yeah. Okay. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.